0: MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
1: The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes.
0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Stardom Cast. This is a podcast. Where we talk all things about the fantastic wrestling company that is Stardom, and we do it in a positive and what I like to think fun manner. And, folks, this is another bonus episode for a Merry My You Christmas. But I didn't come alone. Oh, no, folks. I brought a friend, not only a friend, an author. What book you may say, Matt? Well, he's the author <laughs> of the book, Living the Dream, Stardom's <sighs> 10th Anniversary in your Review, Mr. Rob Goodwin. Rob, how are you, good sir?
1: I'm very well, Matt. How are you? Did you have a nice Christmas?
0: I sure did. I sure did. I had a fantastic Christmas. Always nice to be around friends and family. Always nice to overindulge. I ate my weight in shrimp and I can't even tell you how many alcoholic drinks that I had. So uh but it was uh, it was nice. <laughs> it was Yeah, it was uh and you know I just between how much I ate I just really couldn't get drunk. Not that I was looking to get hammered, but I was looking to get a decent buzz on, but I think just because of how much food I ate it was just So much in my system that I was like, nope, not going to happen. But what will happen is you will pass out on your cousin's couch in about 15 minutes, and that did happen. So,
1: (laughs) True Christmas style. I like it, man.
0: Absolutely. How about yours? How was yours? It was...
1: It wasn't as busy as usual, um, which is a good thing because I'm always exhausted after Christmas Day. But uh, it was it was a nice, chilled out day. Um, No one got COVID like they did last year, so you know it's instantly better than last year. Um, But yeah, it was it was fine. Everything was nice. It was like I said, it's it's nice to spend time with family and get some lovely gifts and some extremely weird gifts and eat my own body weight in random party food. It's all good.
0: Yeah, did you get anything anything fun, anything interesting?
1: I got I got a couple of things. Um so I got a I got a couple of books, obviously, um because I'm a huge dork. Um I got the Fantastic Jonathan Foy series that's going through where uh, the different periods of all Japan. So, I got his Gambu uh, Gambu Gambaru, Gambaru book <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> and then the the follow up the Muto years. So I got them. Guess,
0: guess what I got, buddy?
1: Did you get that as well? Yeah. They
0: forgot me that. Brilliant. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Did you by chance get the, the complete list of Jericho? Because I got that as well. I did
1: not get that. I did not okay. get that. I should have asked for that. Um, a couple of pop vinyls. I got a massive oversized hoodie, um, which I'm currently sporting, which you can't see because it's, uh, it's a podcast, but it's very furry. It comes down to about my shins, uh, which as I'm six foot one, that's quite impressive um it's an extremely effeminate lilac color but i think i rock it matt
0: hey hey, bred heart wore pink right heck exactly
1: exactly exactly uh, yeah that. yeah all good man what about mm. you what did you get
0: sounds well i got those two books i got the complete list of jericho i got uh, a couple pairs of new uh new uh running shoes workout shoes what have you i did get a queen's quest hoodie uh, i did get a uh, stardom cast hoodie which i did put <laughs> on, uh, on Twitter saying, I heard a rumor that the two people that do this podcast are extremely handsome. So I can concur that that rumor is true. Absolutely. And uh, I did get my hands down. My favorite gift was uh, not even close. It was something I immediately uh, shared with you. First thing, <laughs> Christmas morning was my daughter, uh, Lily. She I posted pictures of her stuff on Twitter before she's a uh, she's an artist. Well, that's what she's going to school for. And she drew an absolutely fantastic picture of Tam and Natsupoy as Meltier. And then uh, I was completely blown away um, by how good it came out. I mean, she's, she's getting better every single day, and I'm so proud of her. And she did tell me that she uh, she was going to draw me uh, Queen's Quest, um, Izumi, Utami, and Sayakamitani, but she just didn't have the time. And then she said it might be difficult to get, get three on a page. So she said my uh, late New Year's gift's going to be uh, Aphrodite, Sayakamitani, and Utami Hayashista. So uh, keep on the – and I will definitely share that on the Twitter, as I really appreciate all the uh, kind words and comments that everybody says about my daughter's art makes me makes me a proud papa
1: absolutely your daughter's incredibly talented and um i don't envy her trying to get all of uh, queen's quest on one page especially when you take into account uh the great car c who you know uh,
0: no well. it would just be the three it would just it, if it's not going to be aphrodites she, and she's going to try to add a zoom it would just be the three you know the three that you said there's no way they're going to be in triangle derby rob those three the <laughs> Zumi, <laughs> sorry, and Tommy, Those three.
1: not only are they not going to be a team they definitely are winning it so uh, yeah.
0: oh geez man. well we'll uh, <laughs> more on that later but yeah so what this what we're doing is we're just going to put this up up on the free feed just as a you know, a late Christmas present, or, you know, depending on when you listen to it, this is kind of a, again, a Merry Mayu Christmas, and um, well, the main reason why I asked Rob to do this is I noticed when I was doing the watch-alongs, and maybe I got right around the time that you came back, because I was getting emails and messages on the Patreon saying, boy, we would love for Rob and Matt to do English commentary for the stardom shows, and I'm sure Rob's not going to disagree, I know I would love to do it, I would love to do it with you, obviously that's not our call, you know, we, hey, Rossi Ogawa, you have our contact information, we put it out there at every episode you let us know when you want to fly us into japan first class <laughs> and we'll and we'll be there so i kind of figured i said well you know i'll ask rob to if he see if he wants to do an episode with me And he, he responded absolutely here's the uh here's the match i want to do Mayu defending the world of stardom championship against sherry so i kind of thought in my back of my head this would be a nice trial run you know for me and you to kind of do a little commentary and see where it goes and uh, we're recording this on a tuesday and Monday night, just last night, you, uh, Rob uh, sent, he sent me a text message. He said, you know what? I would really like to do all the watch alongs with you uh, going from the new year forward. So I kind of thought he's like, you know, obviously Rob being the gentleman that he is, the English gentleman that he is, he, he asked for permission. He <laughs> said, is that OK with you? And I kind of thought, folks of the Red Belt Tier Patreon, do we let Rob Goodwin into our secret special Monday morning club? You know, the guy who created this podcast, <laughs> do we let him in? And I, obviously the answer is of course. So what we're going to do is uh, next week on the uh, for the Red Belt here on Monday, uh, Rob is actually going away, so he won't start until week two. So the one coming up this uh, this next week is uh, from the Tokyo Dome, MK Sisters versus Tam and Sai Kamatani. And then we have a couple other uh, ones, whatever one Rob wants to start off with. So Rob will be joining us for the foreseeable future, uh, probably every week starting the second week of January. And I'm super excited because this is kind of, this is again, this is like I always say at the end of the podcast, brother, it's not just my podcast or your podcast, it's our podcast, meaning all the listeners. And like I said, I've gotten, you know, dozens and dozens of messages saying that they would like to hear Matt and Rob do some commentary on Stardom. I'm like, hey, man, we have the platform to do it. Let, let's do it.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm buzzing for this. It's something completely different. Um, I've never done commentary um, for something that isn't an e-fed. So uh, this <laughs> this could be extremely interesting, Matt.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, the one thing, you know, again, I always say at the beginning of some of our uh, Patreon podcasts, you've got to be better every day. And one of the things that I'm trying to get better at is when I get excited about a topic, I tend to talk over somebody. I do it on our weekly podcast. I'm getting a little bit better. My mother, God Lovers, that's basically where I get it from. And she will talk over everybody on everything. So this is going to be, I kind of told Rob uh, just a little bit ago, I said, what we'll do is so we have an idea. Rob's going to do the play by play. He's the smarter one. He's got the better voice. Maybe better looking than me. I don't know. Another story <laughs> for another day. So Rob's gonna do the play by play and I'm just gonna add like the insight informations as the wrestler, the color commentator. So this way we're not, you know, fingers crossed talking over each other. So uh yeah, man, we'll 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 see how it goes. I'm excited, a little bit nervous, but uh, you know, thrilled, thrilled that you're uh your team with me up on this uh, this new project, you know, coming into the new year.
1: I mean, what's what is the worst that could happen, Matt?
0: Uh, my internet will go can go out and I'm just going to ad lib. Like, boy, Sherry's really kicking my head. Like, boy, she sure is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I offer you a question and it's just like, oh, silence. Wonderful. Okay. <laughs> he's He's already annoyed with me. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm ready when you are, buddy.
0: Okay. So what we're going to do, folks, is we realize, again, this was Rob's pick. And of course, this being Rob's first pick, he had to pick a match. That's not <laughs> a match. You have to go to the entire show. But we have it all lined up for you. So I believe it's what the – got to click on – everyone go on to Stardom World, click on the year 2020, and I believe the show is October 3rd, correct, sir? That is true, yes. Okay, so what you're going to do is you're going to line up your cursors to two hours, 39 minutes, and 25 seconds. And I'll give everybody a few seconds to get that while I have a sip of water here. I'm sure Rob is on the IPAs. It is Christmas season, so good for of you, course, buddy.
1: Of course, saving myself ready for uh, mm-hmm. ready for the party I'm going to later.
0: Yeah, literally as soon as uh, we get done recording, Rob's like running out with a suit and tie going to a party. So we're absolutely. Uh, uh, well, we're getting around.
1: You say running, limping haphazardly.
0: <laughs> he's going to do, do forward rolls. All right, <laughs> folks. So as we do on Mondays, we're going to do the Wayne's World Countdown. So uh, for all you fans of that show or that movie, that's what we're going to do. And again, this is... We're going to release this to everybody on the uh, the free feed. So if you're ever curious about what we do on the uh, the five dollars tier, this is it. So it's a little free trial, and we're gonna hit that play button again. Two hours, thirty nine minutes, twenty five seconds. In five, four, three, two, one.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Yokohama Cinderella in the Yokohama Budokan as we welcome the challenger to the red belt. It's Suri Kondo. Perhaps the most dangerous opponent, Mayu Ibutani, is going to face for this red belt, map.
0: Well, probably ever. I mean, as far as you talk about dangerous uh, ever in your career because is there any wrestler from a shoot aspect more dangerous than... Show- Look at that entrance. I mean, just that just looks like the final boss of a video game. Just badass. I mean, what a great camera shot. You have the smoke coming up, the red rope, the fireworks, and then... That music, well, I tell you what. There's only few themes that would uh, strike fear into my heart. Obviously, Minoru Saduki is one of them, and Shiri's is as well. As soon as you hear that music going, you know that uh, that it's on, my friend.
1: Absolutely. And when you consider that she is six for three in her MMA pro career, six victories, three losses. She's undefeated in Pancrase, five and zero, and she is undefeated in Crush Kickboxing, ten. And oh, uh, and she comes here to the Yokohama Budokan. Just, she was born just 36 minutes away in Ebina, so this is somewhat of a homecoming for her. The momentum, Matt, you've got to feel, is with Siori.
0: Yeah, you know, you talk. It's almost a homecoming, basically, for both of them. You talk. Shory sure, grew up a little over a half an hour away from where this venue is. But you got to keep in mind where the venue is. What's dab right in the middle is that ring that says Stardom. And when you think of the word stardom and home field advantage, there's nobody that has the bigger advantage and that says stardom more than our champion here in uh, 2020 about to come to the ring, than one Mayu Iwatani.
1: Mayu Iwatani, of course, 334 days into her second reign with the Red Belt. One of only two women to hold that prestigious title more than once, of course, her and Io Shirai. And she comes here having already defended this belt three times against Kagetsu, Momo Watanabe, and most recently Jungle Kiona at the Cinderella Summit in Nagoya event. She dethroned B Priestley back in November 2019 as she is approaching one year as the champion. And Matt, you talked about the icon of stardom. There is no one, like you said, more synonymous with this promotion. The mayu iwatani and no matter where she wrestles you get the impression that she's never going to be at a disadvantage because she is so universally beloved as the figurehead of this company
0: yeah 100 and there you see the uh, the red mask that goes with the uh, the red outfit and the red belt and again just really great camera shots here it started with such a great job in the past two or three years upping the production quality especially on these big shows especially on these big matches you see the fireworks and i have to make mention robin you'll probably back me up it's mayu fireworks giant jacket is it a small christmas miracle that mayu's jacket didn't get caught on fire there
1: <laughs> i'm surprised she didn't fall over as she went backwards <laughs> um i mean we talk uh, about we talk about aura but as she walks down to the ring you mentioned the robe the mask the red championship gear and that red belt around her waist she has that superstar aura.
0: Yeah, absolutely no doubt about it. There is a reason why she's the icon. And again, she's so synonymous with stardom. But reg- I'll tell you what, as intimidating as that can be, there's one wrestler that will not be intimidated by all the uh, you know, valor and, and popping and circumstances that we just gave Mayu than it would be one Sherry because uh, she's basically staggering daggers right into the champion here.
1: And of course, just before this... Uh, During the five-star Grand Prix, Suri tragically lost her mother um, and vowed to show the bravery that she showed. So this is a particularly important match for Suri, not only because she is staring daggers, as you mentioned, Matt, at that red belt, the biggest prize in World Wonder Ring Stardom, but also because she wants to honour her late mother by winning.
0: Yeah, and you see right there the uh Mayu giving the red belt to the uh the president and uh you know the head muckety muck, one Rossi Ogawa. And look at that, she's still staring right before the picture. She's staring daggers right through poor Mayu.
1: I must admit I do not envy Mayu Iwitani in this match. The main event of Yokohama Cinderella twenty twenty.
0: Yeah, the one thing it's it's in 2020. It was uh, obviously a tough year for everybody with the pandemic, especially wrestling. And a lot of these matches, I've gone back and watched them on retrospectives. And it's just you wonder how much the more more invested would the crowd be if it wasn't a you know a clap crowd. Regardless that, as it may, we're about to watch an absolute barn burner here. Absolutely. You see, start you see Starlight Kid in the uh, the background there before she turned evil. <laughs> you
1: can tell from Sherry's very demeanor. That this is more than just a title match for her. And I think as well, we we expect something to be brutal when Suri is involved. But I think we are about to encounter a very emotional match as well as Mayu Otani throws the sweatband into the crowd and successfully makes a completion.
0: They never show. I say this all the time and I sound like a broken record. They never show who catches it. They really need to do that.
1: I did briefly tell you with the idea of thinking, do you know what? Maybe she should attach a GoPro to it. But well, this is my way with Tanya, and I. Don't expect. It would blow up. Yeah. <laughs>
0: would blow up on her wrist. God bless her. You just see, I always get a hit, you know, me from being from the Ring of Honor wrestling school. This always tugs at my heartstrings, as I always call it, the, the code of honor, the, the shaking hands beforehand, Robin, One of the things I love about wrestling is you can have really good storylines and I'm all about it, but I'm all about two people getting in the ring, male or female and just seeing who's better
1: i mean you are your talk we talked a lot about suri and how this match is important to her you look at mayu iwatani she's standing across the ring from one of the hardest strikers in stardom there must be at least a small piece of mayu that is nervous heading into this match as she's driven into the ropes significant power
0: advantage for suri yeah, You see Shuri, obviously, she's got the grappling advantage. She, she has the double leg takedown. She's inside control there, knowing Shuri. She's, oh, that was nice. Mayu doing an old catch wrestling uh, thing, trying to sit out here. And then Mayu sitting back out, trying for the front headlock. But that obviously puts her in a dangerous position as she has the former queen of Pancrase on top of her and looking ready to take almost a north-south position here.
1: Looking to neutralize the heel here. Mayu looks to grapevine the legs, but Shuri experience in this field. If you're Mayu Iwatani, you would think that the one thing you don't want to do in the opening exchanges is to attempt to out-grapple Suri.
0: No, That's why Sherry went for the double leg, because basically keeping on her, and you see going for the quick cover, you see Mayu kicking out towards her, but basically just feeding the arm for a right, right about what you're ready to see, buddy, right in the, uh, the straight arm bar.
1: One thing that you do think about in terms of these two competitors is that Mayu Iwatani is perhaps the most resilient wrestler on the stardom roster. And it'll be interesting to see how much of Sturi's offense she's able to withstand as she heads yeah, into the latter stages of this match.
0: She goes for the knee bar right to the ropes. Yeah, We talk about resilient wrestlers. There's two names that come to mind. Bret Hart and Mayu Iwatani. Because they can just, those are wrestlers that just dish out punishment and then just fight from underneath. But the one thing that does Maya is able to drive from is from the cheers from the crowd, which obviously here in 2020 she really won't won't be getting. It's a cagey
1: opening between both women, which we knew it would be.
0: You see Sherry taking the middle of the ring, going for the knuckle lock. It's like, oh, smart. Goes right to the kick, right to take Mayu back down. That's that's her game plan, clearly, Rob, is to get wrestle Mayu, ground her, and put her in the submissions. But Mayu's not too uh, much of a slouch there. You see you're sitting out with the wrist lock.
1: Absolutely no, I think this is a surprising opening for Mayu Abitonius. She's able to it's some lovely reversals there.
0: Yeah, and again, right in the middle of the ring, right where she wants her. So this way, uh, you know, you're furthest away from the ropes.
1: Feel wrestling, Suri Matt d- are you surprised that Mayu is attempting to go toe-to-toe with Shuri? Do you think there is a better technique, a better approach to this match if you're Mayu?
0: I think she's just trying to test this to see where she can get it. But she knows in the back of her head, eventually she's going to start running. And trying to run Sherry out again. Obviously, Sherry has like the MMA experience, but who's got the championship experience? Nobody better than than Mayu in and Stardom. So maybe she' what she's trying to do is try to drag this out, maybe uh, drag her into deep waters to maybe wear down uh, Sherry. Again, almost that's like weapon. maybe, yeah.
1: That's where that resilience of Mayu Iwatani does come into effect. The longer this match goes, Mayu has the experience of wrestling those longer, big main event matches. As she's taken to the mat with the side headlock from Suri.
0: Yeah, you see the grip on Suri. That's just an old school, like um, you know, very much up your way, Wigan, uh, Wigan uh, grip there, Robert, the English style grip, you know, the yes grip the, or the Wigan grip. Suri uh, obviously very well based, very well based in submission wrestling.
1: It's one of two things that Wigan is known for. That and the pies.
0: <laughs> now I know. See, I'm learning something. Here. <laughs> <laughs> the paso, and this is more towards uh, Mayu's. Well, it was. <laughs> She's like, I'm not. I don't want to run these spots. I'm just going to start booting her.
1: Absolutely, and that's really clever from Shuri. She knows that she has the advantage on the mat. However, when it comes to speed and agility, Mayu potentially holds a slight advantage. So take that away from her. Take away that strapped left leg
0: yeah you see sherry just I mean the event i mean the game plan's really easy sherry just can use her strikes and yeah taking away mayu's leg not only to take away the speed tougher to do the moon salt and tougher to uh get the snap on either the dragon or the two stage dragon they swarm there from mayu
1: certainly an interesting attempt to try and outstrike Sherry. that's certainly something that I would uh Try and avoid if I was standing across the ring from Siori Kondo.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But Mayu, she can hold her own with striking. Obviously, she has been in a feud with Momo, Io Shirai, some of the best strikers ever. But obviously, sure, on a completely different level. Oh, that hurts my feet. We we're talking, to you. Folks, you're listening to, to the commentary with two people with two injured uh, foot and heels, so that hurt both of us. That's <laughs> <sure you're>
1: <laughs> I did get a twinge then as that connected. <laughs> it does seem that Mayu has come off slightly worse in that exchange, however.
0: Yeah, maybe it is, and as I always say this is smart. Look where Mayu is towards the rope. Obviously, Mayu is known for her selling. Look what's all on the outside, all the cameramen. You know, always know where your uh, your cameraman is, but you never know what's going to be in the uh, what's going to be in the newspapers or Weekly Pro magazine. Shuri's just ready to line her up.
1: Big knee to Mayu's face drives her to the apron, and we're starting to see a little bit of the dominance we anticipated from Shuri here as the match falls to the outside Matt.
0: Yeah, and but one thing Mayu is very good at is taking punishment. It's almost like the uh, Yali rope-to-dope uh, scenario. She can let Shuri basically kick and punch her punch herself out as she gets to the tail end of this match. But after that knee, this match may not go too much longer as Shuri just bowls over Mayu, gets her right in the jaw with that knee.
1: And again, you get the impression that Shuri would much rather this be a 10-minute match because the longer it goes, and I'll say it again, Mayu Iwatani's resilience will come into effect. She has taken beatings at the hands of the very best to ever do it. She's not one that is going to submit easily, that is going to be, that is going to succumb to a move easily. So, Siri needs to press home any advantage that she gets during this match.
0: Yeah. Some of the best strikers have picked apart Mayu Iwatani and not come out successful. Io Shirai, uh, Kyrie, Mama Wantanabe, and Miko Satomaru as well. So, but she's she's obviously going to try to play that game with Mayu. Right here, or a few minutes since, she's very successful as she goes to uh, goes to the Achilles hold here. She's going to want to get that. What she wants to do, Rob, is she wants to get that foot underneath her armpit so she gets clear advantage leverage on it. So basically, turns into an Achilles grip, almost into a Carl uh, Gotch toe hold. must have heard hear me.
1: The- agony in Mayu Iwitani's voice as she stretches desperately for that bottom rope
0: yeah and again Kiri going very much to the old catch thing if if I don't get one submission within a few seconds I'm going to go to another one very Billy Robinson uh, theory that if you don't have the submission locked in in two or three seconds you don't have it switch to something else as we just seen Sherry in a matter of seconds switch to four different submission holes and Mayu smartly getting to the ropes
1: and among other things that is what makes Suri such a dangerous competitor that she does have this fully loaded arsenal of submission moves that she's able to revert to at a moment's notice
0: I think she's talking trash I think she's being rude I don't like that
1: (laughs) all about honour my friend
0: yeah especially to Mayu who doesn't love Mayu (laughs) It'll be interesting to see if we
1: see the arrogance that Mayu sometimes adds towards some of her challenges. Especially when she's on top, it'll be interesting to see if she adopts that tactic against Shuri as this match goes on, if this match goes on.
0: Yeah, it seems like this is all predominant. Again, if you're scoring this MMA, this is like a 10-8, 10-7 round from Shuri.
1: Big strike to the midriff. Mayu looks to be in trouble here.
0: Yeah, the only thing, if uh, she'd be laying down if it wasn't for that turnbuckle right there, and oh, another running knee there from the challenger.
1: And again, Mayu kicking out. It's going to take a lot more than that to keep the icon of Storm down, and she goes again to that leg. Suri zeroing in on that limb like a shark around bloody water,
0: Yeah, and you see Mayu's doing the best thing possible. She's putting her hand above her kneecap to alleviate the pressure, which one or two things are happening because Mayu's long arm, she may get to the ropes, or she might be able to pop out if she can put her foot on Sherry's rear end and pop out. Obviously, she opted to go to the ropes, which uh, you're not going to all grapple Sherry, which is clear, clearly being stated here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Here it comes.
1: Massive kick, echoing Uh-oh. around Yogama, Budokan, but Mayu just Ooh.
0: wants more. This is why we love Mayu. She's just getting her tail kicked for the first seven, eight minutes of this match, and she's just like, nope, keep kicking me. Okay, no problem. And Sherry with nice hook of the leg and putting her body weight on the shoulders. But the leg, just, just
1: two. a two count there for Mayu. Staying in this match...
0: You can see the agony. This is what draws us in his fans is Mayu. We feel there's only a few wrestlers that I've ever seen that make you feel, look at it, you just feel the pain in Mayu's face. You just want to just reach out and, and say, Mayu, keep fighting.
1: really relentless, what? some of those blistering kicks to Mayu's chest, making a keel over backwards. You feel every single strike.
0: See, you feel like Mayu's like getting ready to fire up at any moment. It seems like almost like a boiling pot of water. When it's getting ready to boil over, Sherry just throws a handful of ice on it to calm Mayu down.
1: Timekeeper's just announced five minutes, and you can't help but feel that at least three and a half minutes of this opening five minutes have been utter Suri domination. And it, it's not looking good for Mayu, no matter how resilient she's known to be.
0: No, and this was all Sherry, the game plan, went right in for the double leg, the grappling and the strikes, as we see the head and arm suplex there. So this is playing right into Sherry's wheelhouse.
1: Do you think Mayu's made a mistake in the way she approaches? She goes for a sharpshooter. Oh, no, she doesn't. I apologize.
0: No, she brings it right back down, almost into a cross Achilles lock there. And again, Mayu, look where her hand is on the knee to try to alleviate some of the pain and try to roll over, where it's almost like Mayu might catch her in the reverse sharpshooter. But, uh... Mayu, I don't know if she ever has a real strategy going into matches. Robin, it seemed to work for her because she's one of, if not the greatest female wrestler of all time. So, like I always say, who am I to tell any of these wrestlers, any of these women in stardom how to wrestle? They obviously know better, better than me.
1: Her strategy does agony. more often than not appear to be chaos personified.
0: <laughs> Man, whatever works.
1: <laughs> Mayu has done a slide. good job, though, of getting to those ropes. She has managed to maneuver herself before too much damage has been done, but you do wonder how much cumulative damage, especially to those legs, is going... How much of a difference is this going to cost? How much of a difference is this going to cause, sorry, to Mayu?
0: Yeah, not only that, but you see she's staying back on that knee, not only the knee, but then the kicks as well to the midsection, trying to take the air out of Mayu from time to time as well. As yeah, this is just utter domination here in the first six minutes.
1: And we talk about how... Mayu uses her legs as, you know, she has a lot of speed, a lot of athleticism, but a lot of power from Mayu's moves, things like the two-step dragon, as you mentioned before, the snap dragon suplex, even the so a lot of it relies on a lot of power from your legs. If you can't create that base, which Shuri knows, if Mayu can't form that base, she's going to be in serious trouble as it wipes out three quarters of her offensive arsenal.
0: Yeah, she's Sherry trying You see her base. They're trying to German Mayu off the rope. And that's what you go to these Japanese-style uh, dojos, whether it be Stardom, All Japan, New Japan. super
1: kick. Sorry, Matt, as Mayu tries desperately to swing the tide in this match. Sorry, do continue.
0: No, not at all. So what I was trying to say is is that you get to these dojos, and what they do is they teach you from day one is squats. And the reason why is uh, to get the strength in those legs and to get your breathing and rhythm down. But, yeah, great call, my friend Mayu. Always that super kick is like her jab. Always, whenever she's in trouble, she used that to create separation. That's what she did right there.
1: It was interesting, tactic as well, that she rolled back into the ring. And we could be heading for a serious amount of pain for Siri here. German suplex onto the apron.
0: Right onto the neck of the challenger. And Mayu really her first two big moves of the match is the super kick and the German suplex onto Shiri right on the back in the back of the neck as we saw Sherry coming in with some tape. So even though this match has been all dominated by Sherry, Mayu just turned the tide just in two moves. As you said, it seemed like her strategy is utter chaos. And it seemed like it's working here because it looks like she's about to do something here again. And
1: again, if anything personified Mayu's offense, it's this suicide dive, just complete disregard for her own safety. And if you're wrestling someone who has no regard for their safety how on earth do you possibly keep them down
0: yeah sure you can try and do a good job but again mayu literally within a span of three moves the super kick the german onto the apron and the picture perfect suicide dive outside of io shirai i don't know a person i've ever seen do it better than mayu mayu has just completely 180 this match partner
1: and it's something she is so good at. It's why she's the champion. It's why she's one of only two women to hold this belt twice. As she goes to the top rope,
0: just for see that how she's...
1: much damage has been done to her legs because for a massive missile dropkick, the height she gets, Matt.
0: Yeah, not only that. Look at the hook of the leg in the middle of the ring. You always get a pop if, pop for me when you have a good cover. Big fan of good covers
1: <laughs> of all the moves we'll see in this match. <laughs> You're just a big fan of the hooked leg.
0: Big fan of the hooking cover. So is, uh, your countryman, William Regal. So uh, don't knock it.
1: Absolutely. You can see the little bit of damage on Mayu's leg. She's attempting to fight through the pain, but you can see that it's still causing her as an issue as Suri forces the break by getting to the ropes.
0: And uh, Mayu trying to look like wear Sherry down with some kicks of her own. Again, Mayu, uh, she's not on a real slouch in the striking job herself.
1: Massive drop kicks sends Suri to the apron again to the outside.
0: And this is definitely more Mayu's wheelhouse. You see the pain in the leg still. You see her hobbling around, but she's going to fight through it. That's what Mayu does better than anyone else. It's the reason why she, she's the world of stardom champion.
1: Suri, though,
0: <laughs> has oh, seen man.
1: all this before. She knows what Mayu's going to attempt, looks to stop it.
0: Are you counting the counter there? Going after Sherry's, her main weapon, that that leg. It doesn't matter which leg she kicks on, whether it's her strong leg or her base leg. Regardless, you take any one of those legs out.
1: Huge slap echoes like a gunshot around Yokohama.
0: Yeah, going back to earlier, throwing the wristbands out. That time she just threw the hand out right into Sherry's chest.
1: Despite the pain that she's in, Mayu looks like she's thoroughly enjoying herself here as she goes for the Hurricane Runner off the top rope, connects as she goes to the second rope, moves to the top, massive frog splash. One, Look the leg. Look
0: the- yep. two. Yep.
1: Not enough to keep Suri down. Again, think used... about what is motivating Shuri. It is going to take a considerable amount more to keep her down, Matt.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think Maya has one of the most underrated frog splash in all of wrestling. She's got such a great moveset. We don't... Speaking of great moveset... Oh! eats Cash canvas
1: on the moonsault, and this again puts Shuri back in charge. Buzzsaw kick to the face, but she's so exhausted she cannot capitalize. We've got a double down here.
0: Yeah, she can capitalize just between the pain she had on the ribs and even that leg. as You start going down, holding the leg from that, uh, the, the sequence that might kick her and she's, she's tapping at her head. Kicked her right in the head. And that's what Shiri wants her right in the middle of the ring, almost at a knockoff low. But yeah, exactly. The damage done to Shiri, just a little bit too much. And she cannot capitalize right away.
1: Even without rib damage, being winded is a massive disadvantage. Can't catch your breath, and you panic as you struggle to catch your breath. But now both women kneeling up towards each other. Mayu telling Shuri to bring it on.
0: And here we go in the middle of the ring. Literally this match is about a 50-50 at this point. It's about who's going to want it more, the champion or the challenger. Both of them so symbolically uh, partnered, all draped in red because they are fighting over the most prestigious prize in stardom, the Red Belt, the World of Stardom Championship.
1: Mayu literally throwing her entire body into these forearms.
0: Yeah, this is uh, Mayu God bless her. She's got more, she, who's got I don't know if anybody's got more heart than her, but this is going right back to Sherry's warehouse where it was just a, a few minutes ago as the striking advantage.
1: Again, we did talk about how Mayu is an underrated striker, but we go again Sherry is a professional MMA fighter. She's unbeaten in kickboxing. You can't help that of anyone in stardom, the one you wouldn't want to engage in a striking exchange, it's, it's yeah. Suri, as Suri sends Mayu catapulted into the ropes.
0: Yeah, that one mid, they were kind of 50-50 on those strikes. Mayu, God love her, was staying with her, and she had that one mid-kick and just crumbled her.
1: Jeez. You hear those kicks echoing through Mayu's chest. Big co-breaker. Mayu doesn't does go ra- down.
0: She does now. <laughs> oh, my goodness, no, she doesn't. Eventually, <laughs> she
1: crumples Yuri again in the driving seat of this match. Mayu, a vacant stare.
0: Yeah, that's a stare that we don't like to see from uh, from the icon, that you're really anybody because it looks like uh, the lights are on, but nobody's home.
1: Oh, my God. Huge punt kick to Mayu as well. As Mayu wisely rolls to the outside, gets a bit of distance, a bit of recovery time. That last strike, Matt. Thunderous.
0: Yeah, and Sherry using the forearms to set up that mid-kick and then using that mid-kick to set up that head kick. Again, as you mentioned uh, before, partner, she's undefeated in kickboxing, so she knows how to mix up the strikes. She's not just looking for that one highlight knockout blow. She does a few things to set something up, and that and there is, as we see it, as we see. Now, it, now I got to ask you this. Is this a mistake from Sherry? Does she not want to follow up? She's giving Mayu, you know, the most resilient wrestler ever in stardom, uh, time to recover. Do you think she should be, you, you know, following her out to follow up on the damage?
1: Absolutely. I feel like Suri is, she's fighting too clean, if you like. I mean, I understand that obviously the motivation is there that we talked about before, the emotional motivation. She wants to win in the right way. But when you have got someone as resilient as Mayu, you need to take every single advantage that comes your way.
0: You see uh, Suri almost in a full squat, It's almost like deadlifting Mayu just because she's trying to set her up for something, but Mayu is just almost like dead weight at this point.
1: Mayu at the moment clutching that orbital bone as she's subjected to even more stiff kicks to that chest and the shin connecting with Mayu's chin
0: taking away the win too playing pass and now grabs the leg unbelievable bait her into it
1: We talked (laughs) about countering the counter. Another blistering kick to the face. One, two. No, Mayu Iwitani kicks out at two. You get the impression at the moment, Mayu is fighting on fumes and on instinct. You mentioned the fact, Matt, that you you aren't sure that Mayu comes into every match with a plan or any match with a plan, but... uh,
0: to where Mayu's at her best, is fighting on a fumes. Dodampa,
1: one, two. No, not quite. Suri going for the Zanshu. Mayu scouting it, countering it with her crucifix. Dodampa, not quite enough to keep Suri down. Misses with the buzzsaw kick. Going for another Dodampa. One, two. Again, not enough.
0: Notice how Mayu, when she hit that one, when she had the pin, she kind of bridged up a little, pouring more weight under Sherry's shoulders for leverage advantage, but uh, couldn't get the three count.
1: Now left leg. But it's gonna
0: stay on it. Still
1: causing damage to Mayu as she goes to the top rope. Moon salt. As she got enough, one, two. It was a it was a labored pinfall match. She didn't quite get the full leg into that hook.
0: Yeah, um, perfectly put, partner. Had she uh, been able to keep the body on body and get a full bo- full uh, hook of the leg, we might have uh, seen a three count there. Oh, 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 oh. The
1: exhaustion of Mayu as she hits the ropes there and she crumples on impact with that kick to the head from Shuri.
0: Yeah, and again, we saw it a few minutes ago. Shuri hits a big buzz, that kick on Mayu. Could not, uh, could not follow up. And again, she ate the two crucifix bomb and that perfect moonsault. She throws that head kick out almost as a desperation. And had her not her got hit with that pitcher perfect moonsault, there might be a three-counter because Mayu just looks like she is out.
1: Do you get the impression that adrenaline fueled a lot of that Mayu tiny comeback, but it is Mayu who's up to her feet first, no matter how unsteadily.
0: Unbelievable. Unbelievable. The heart of the icon is just it's inspiring. It's all inspiring. Shiri looking to take out whatever is left of the champion. Oh Mayu got the better of that on that striking chain. You don't see that often.
1: Again, both women managing to stay on their feet off to these forearms, but Mayu blocks it. Big super kick. Shiri does not go down.
0: Waist The there.
1: German suplex. Bridge. Not quite the three count, but this seems to have rejuvenated Mayu
0: a little bit. Yeah, putting a little gas in the tank, a little more adrenaline going through the champ's body, and that's why she is the world of stardom champion.
1: for the waistlock again.
0: Half Nelson.
1: Dragon suplex. One, two, and again, not quite enough. We talk about yeah, the resilience. perfect bridge.
0: Yeah, absolutely, Shiri. I mean, we talk about exactly, partner. Uh, Shiri's no slouch in that resilience game as well. As She just took two big bumps right on her neck and able to continue on this match, continue on her journey for that right there.
1: And that's what it's for. The World of Stardom Championship, the red belt. Shiri lunging for that left leg of Mayu there. She locks it up, looking for the white tiger.
0: Can she yeah, get no, that we...
1: leg over Mayu's shoulder?
0: I think Shiri was just at a perfect place at a perfect time. Mayu looked like she was going to the top rope to finish her off with the moonsault. Shiri grabbed her leg to stop running and just realized, as all great grapplers do, I have I have a body part here. And now locking in that stressed muffler, the uh, the white tiger.
1: I mean, the the amount of pressure on the knee that Mayu must be that again, that heavily strapped knee. It must be agony.
0: Look at the pain in the face. And the frustration in the face of Sherry's starting to fire up now. It's not a place I'd want to be.
1: Breath coming in short, sharp bursts for Mayu as well.
0: Yeah, you can see that there.
1: Gets her up into the fireman's carry. Zanshu. Mayu just collapsing like a sack of potatoes. Completely dead weight. Hooks the leg. One, two... Not quite, but you get the impression that Suri is beginning to get the ascendancy, beginning to wear down Mayu Iwatani.
0: Yeah, it looks like now she's going to the legs and then into the ribs with that. Uh, you know, with the double knees into into Mayu's ribs there, trying to take out whatever oxygen is left of the champion. Continue Here, on the press,
1: jumping knee strike. Doesn't go for the cover. Stead, another running knee stride to the back of Mayu's head. Again, a hook of leg. One, two, and again, Mayu refusing to stay down.
0: Yeah, that was a great cover, too. She had the leg hooked and all that, the body weight uh, pulled on Mayu's shoulders. But just shows you how much that belt means to Mayu.
1: Drags Mayu to a feeble. but Mayu gets Yuri in place for the tombstone pile driver. Connects. Will she
0: hook the leg? She's to she barely even keep her keep herself up. That was just a desperation corkscrew onto the German. And we know what she wants to go for, but every part of her body at this point hurts. Outside of her hair.
1: It's one of those where Mayu's body is telling her no, but she knows what she wants to do. Has she got the energy to connect with another moonsault? The answer is, of course she does. Manages to get a hook in one, two. Oh, just a two count. Shuri managing just to get her shoulder off the mat.
0: Look at Mayu's facial. What else do I have to do? I dropped the challenger. Shuri on her head countless times. Super kicks. I've kept pace with her, I've exhausted her by having her just kick the daylights out of me for half this match. Two moonsaults, still cannot get the job done.
1: More kicks to Suri's face. She won't go down. Final one connecting, sending it to the mat, but Mayu's down as well. Sheer exhaustion telling Suri to get back to her feet.
0: Mayu knows that she's one move away and maybe the two stage dragon. She just hit the uh, act of the moonsault. Not one, not two, three super kicks.
1: Goes for a buzzsaw kick. Suryadi scouted big in though. Down to the knee and there's the buzzsaw kick from Mayu.
0: Oh, she not get all that in She definitely got all that buzzsaw kick though. Drags That's to her sure. feet.
1: Here we go. Looks like the two step dragon connects. One, two, three. Mayu Iwatani retains the World of Stardom Championship and a fourth successful title defense. What a war, Matt Turner.
0: Yeah, that was absolutely fantastic. Uh, Really just back and forth, momentum swinging both the ways, but ultimately in the end, it just came down to Mayu's resilience. Um, Then that big head kick and then, you know, I think she knew... That after she kicked out from the moonsault, she was one big move away, and uh, that one big move is her go-to finish. The move, the same move that brought her the World of Stardom Championship back in 2017, she goes to it here. As we see Starlight Kid breaking up the uh, the ice pack, and uh, yeah, that eventually gets her the uh, the three count. To I know that's that's watch. supposed to be cold spray, but it looks like it's a can of Lysol, doesn't it?
1: Every time, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does make you wonder as well, is one ice pack enough for Mayu at this point?
0: That's all they have, Arcade. That's all they had. Starting didn't have the budget they have now, partner. But uh, <laughs> you one ice pack and then a bag of ice, you know, out of the ice machine of the hotel room afterwards. <laughs> you see the joy in Mayu's face, the absolute joy to getting the win and retaining the title.
1: Rossi Ogawa being asked to put the belt on for her the audacity Dude, of right.
0: the champion. <laughs> he just didn't do it. Well, he's just like, nah. Just the rest it. <laughs> do you know who I am? <laughs> the reason why you're able to cash those checks, buddy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she hands the victory trophy to Mayu Iwutani. See so rolls to the outside in shadow. Not quite able to get the job done in this match, but what a fight she put, Matt, because for the first 10 maybe even 15 minutes of this near half an hour battle. Shuri had the upper hand.
0: Yeah, absolutely. She really liked, she was dominating her. Like I said, the first five, six minutes that went by, if you were, this was an MMA scorecard. This was an easy 10-8, maybe even a 10-7. But I believe this was Shuri's uh, first crack at the World of Stardom Championship and she came ever so close.
1: She's definitely proved herself as a main eventer in stardom and it would not surprise me to see her challenge again very, very soon, which, of course, with the power of hindsight, we know she does.
0: <laughs> you have your DeLorean there, buddy, or what? Absolutely.
1: 88 mile an hour, my friend.
0: <laughs> That's right, 1.21 gigawatts.
1: <laughs> Are we? Uh, oh, and she falls over the trophy. What a <laughs> That's way my favorite. That's to my... finish <laughs> the match. Falls over the trophy, breaks the trophy.
0: And the cameraman's right there. cameraman uh, is right there. <laughs> What Mayu did probably unintentionally there when she tripped over the trophy, she just put Shiri over even more. That just show you what a, gr- what a great uh, professional Mayu is by tripping over the trophy. I'll never know, and if we ever do get to meet Mayu, I never want to know that answer if that was... You know, I don't want to ma- learn that magic. I don't want to know if that was intentional or not because she just shows the exhaustion and the beatdown that she, uh, she took from Shiri.
1: I feel like we know the answer. Um, it's probably the same answer as did you forget to turn up on purpose? Did you forget your tail on purpose? Did you put on the wrong costume on purpose?
0: It's on the same wheelhouse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, hilarious. However, I will say that all of this is great selling from Mayu. That's not... I mean, the pain she must be feeling in that right leg... Sorry, left leg. I can tell my right from my left. It's fine. Um... It must be excruciating because Suri put an absolute beating on that limb.
0: Yeah, and again, this is what Shiri, where Mayu's doing. And usually what we do on these watch-alongs, Rob. We, uh, we read along with the uh, the commentary, but obviously there's no... Uh, they must have forgot this one, so uh, <laughs> I don't know what Mayu's saying. But if anybody wants to translate, let us know by all means, but... You can just tell that even though we don't understand her words, we understand the facial expressions, both from Maya and Shiri, that these two just had an absolute war. And again, what Mayu is doing even after the bell, by the limping, the selling, by the exhaustion, is putting Shiri over even more, even though after she got the three count.
1: Absolutely. One thing that you cannot deny is that this is a passion-filled promo.
0: Yeah, they usually are from Mayu. They're either passion or really, really silly
1: so oh absolutely Remember. absolutely there's very very Remember. little in between
0: <laughs> and that's why we love her folks she's one extreme to the next
1: <laughs> absolutely i feel like may probably needs to apply that ice pack to her leg is that also what seems to be giving her the most trouble
0: yeah at the same time she got kicked in the head a lot and we just can't see uh the swelling that's on her head because of her hair pushed in front of her face. But yeah, she took two or three or 48 kicks to the head from uh, the, former <laughs> pa- the former queen of the former queen of Pancrates.
1: I tell you what, some of those kicks, the sound they made as they connected was just disgusting. It certainly would be interesting to see where it ranks, where her kicks rank Suri's, of course, where they rank in terms of uh, strikers on the stardom roster, because I reckon if she's not one, she is certainly in the top
0: three. Yeah, the way that I say it, Robin, this is just my opinion. I think Shuri is the best pure striker. As we talked, see before, she sets up like one kick to set up a form to set up another kick. But as far as like knockout, home run power, I think that slightly goes to Momo Watanabe. I mean, you just one of those kicks from Momo just literally just you know turns the lights out to turns the tide of the match. Where Sherry's basically using the kicks to either set up a submission or a series of kicks. That's just my opinion. Mm.
1: Shiri not quite able to complete her legacy tonight in gaining that red belt. But she put up a courageous fight.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now you putting these guys back over in front of her face. <laughs> <laughs> you see the passion and the, uh, you know, that Shiri will obviously live to fight another day she obviously towards the end of this year and going into 2021 comes back you know better stronger uh hungrier than she was leaving this match and this was really kind of the match and you said it earlier part this is the match that they really i think stardom really looked at and said okay we can now really start putting shuri in the main events of shows it was kind of almost like a test run for her and uh you know she obviously passed with flying colors but while we're um while Sherry's uh, doing this promo before we wrap this up, star ratings, instant star ratings what do you think my friend, what do you give this one
1: Um, I gave it four and three quarters at the time I believe and that has not changed for me Um, yeah
0: I'm just the same way, four and three fourths for me
1: absolutely outstanding battle and in my opinion it simply came down to who was the more resilient, we've said it a lot during our alternate commentary of this match but quite honestly i literally do think Mayu just had that little bit more resilience that little bit more know-how of being a champion and what it takes to stay champion
0: yeah fast forward about 18 months later these two would uh, go back at it again Uh, this world climax just uh, back in the spring of earlier this year 2022 That, uh, But the roles were reversed. Shiri was the champion coming in, Mayu the challenger. And uh, it was very, very similar. As you're getting towards the end of the match, it's all about who wanted it more.
1: And as Mayu Iwitani closes the show, we don't know him now, but her challenger, her next challenger... Will be during the Goddess of Storm Tag League 2020, just 15 days away from this event at Corrigan Hall against Takumi Iroha.
0: Yes, yeah, and uh, t-
1: fantastic match!
0: Yeah, Takumi earned that match by beating uh, Mayu in a special match. It was supposed to actually be Mayu in a um, what's her name, Sarayish? Um, she's now in NXT, but uh, she had an injured yes, yeah, Saray, sorry, and uh that match never happened so takumi took her place and boy was by no means was anybody disappointed because that was fantastic takumi winds up getting the uh, the win and then obviously sets up for her the non-title match that sets up you know as her as the title challenger here
1: unless i'm very much mistaken you can check it out on stardomcast.com i believe that it was voted the stardomcast match of the year for 2020
0: Oh, I will try that out there, sir. It's You know, I, one of the many things I like doing these watch-alongs is you go back and you look at the, the seconds, and here's Starlight Kids, so bubbly. Look at those bright yellow colours. And now you're fast-forward two years later. You know, she's so evil with the dark black and the dark purple and cutting those scathing promos and hitting everybody with a chair. You know, it's, it's always fun to go back and watch. She
1: is the quintessential teenager that's just discovered My Chemical Romance. <laughs>
0: I thought you were going to say in vape cigarettes. <laughs> that was going to be my next thing. <laughs> As you see Sia Eden? Is that Hannah too? in, there, in there It is her? indeed, oh, Hannah. Yes.
1: A little baby Hannah.
0: <laughs> She's only 18 now.
1: She's 18 now, yeah. I was just going to say.
0: <laughs> 16, yeah. That would put her two years ago. My quick old 4 Pennsylvania math skills would tell me that's 16, so.
1: <laughs> I mean, it does show you just this little closing moment before obviously we press pause. Um, it does show you just how depleted the stars stable was at this point
0: yeah what it, this is right after um tam basically took her ball and the rest of her cosmic angels and left them and, and uh obviously they did a good job rebuilding rebuilding the uh, the stars roster
1: yeah should we stop it there matt then
0: let's hit the let's put a pin in it my friend yes absolutely um i hope everybody enjoyed it. i had a lot of fun how about you there buddy
1: Oh, certainly. Definitely. Had a lot of fun revisiting that match. Yeah. I forgot how good the match was to be perfectly honest, but yeah, something different. I really enjoyed it. Can't wait to do more of them.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So what is going to happen again, folks, uh, this is, we're going to put this one up as just a, as really a thank you, uh, thank you. And just kind of give an idea of what's going to be happening starting the second week of January that, uh, this is going to be me and Rob, we're going to be doing the, uh, the watch alongs and basically alternate commentary Obviously, a good majority of these matches on Stardom World don't have the English commentary. Me and Rob are going to do our best to kind of fill in the void there if you want to go back and watch some of these classic matches. So, uh, yeah, and that'll start in uh, roughly about two weeks. And, uh, again, I, I can't say thank you enough to everybody, especially you, Rob. I really appreciate the you because as much as I like doing these watch-alongs, it's going to be so much better doing them with you, my friend. You know, I, I think I do okay job by myself. When I got you as my tag partner, I really think that we're like the Holy Demon Army or Lady C and you, <laughs> Tommy.
1: They, uh, they are tag team 1A and 1B, aren't they, when it comes to uh, best tag teams in the world, definitely.
0: <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun. Um, yeah, can't wait to do more. Um, yeah, you can find me at Real Rob Goodwin on uh, Twitter. Um, uh, you can... Buy my books on Amazon. Uh, please feel free to have a browse. Um, and you can also find The Stardomcast at The Stardomcast on all social media. Um, and you can check out the website Um And yeah, I hope you've had a lovely Christmas and are going to have a wonderful new year. And I can't wait to speak to all of you in 2023. Matt, over to you
0: yes sir again thank you everybody so much for the fantastic support that we've been getting literally on a daily basis it means the world to us thank you everybody for all the suggestions and anytime we reach out for help uh, everybody is always there to help us literally in the drop of the hat we cannot do this without you because like i always say folks it's just not my podcast or rob's podcast it's everybody's podcast because we're all in this together and everybody's different everybody's special